Serving up the strategies you need to build, market and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your expertise. This is the Youpreneur Podcast. And here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Well, hello there and welcome to episode number 480 of the Youpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ducker, as always, and it's great to be with you. Man, we got such a great, fun interview in this episode. A very good friend of mine I've known for about 10 odd years, Ryan Lee. Some of you might know him uh, because of his work in regards to recurring revenue and memberships uh, and that sort of stuff. Some of you might just know him as one of the OG internet business rock stars, but one of the good guys, right? One of the good guys. It wasn't scammy or spammy or anything like that. Did things the right way for the right reasons, genuinely showed up for his customers uh, and his community. And um, Ryan has made like a whole bunch of pivots over the last couple of years. And he's going deep, deep, deep back into his personal brand and building a business based around his expertise, his reputation, and all that good stuff. So I sat down with him to talk about why he's made this pivot. We talk about the fact that he's just done another seven-figure exit from one of his uh, fitness companies, uh, of which he's been involved with on and off for the last 20 years, uh, the fitness industry, that is. And we also talk about how he plans to actually monetize this kind of next chapter of his entrepreneurial life in regards to things like courses, workshops, memberships, masterminds, and all that good stuff. It's a really interesting conversation. It's super fun as well. We giggle a little bit, just so you know, there's a few there's a few giggles in here. Um, but uh, honestly, it's just a great conversation with a guy who's been around the block he knows how to get things done, and I'm sure you're going to enjoy the conversation. So, here's myself and Ryan. This is the Youpreneur FM podcast with Chris Ducker. Ryan, welcome back to the Youpreneur podcast. It's been about five years. Has it been that long? It has, dude. I, well, I mean, we've I, still been in touch, but I think the last time you were on the show is about five years ago. Wow. Yeah. A lot has changed in the five years. Um, yeah. And I message you every day. I'm like, Chris, I got to get back on. I got to get back on. And I ignore you. Almost you ignore me. You ghost yeah. me. You tried to block me. There was yeah. a restraining order. Luckily, that's been lifted. And now I'm yeah. back. Yeah. So, you uh, are. You're back. And I must say, I mean, you guys tuning in, you're, you might see some of this video that we're recording on the socials. But for the show, it's an audio-only podcast, as you're aware, we're aware of. So unless you want to like not watch anything video wise on the socials let me just tell you we're looking good ryan and i i mean for a couple of dudes like i'm gonna be 50 this year aren't you 50 already or you're close to it right yeah yeah i'm, I'm fit i just turned 50 uh in october so perfect okay so i'm a, yeah. yeah so you're like seven eight months older than me whatever it is and we're looking good for a couple of 50 year old dads i mean we're not too <laughs> worn out or beaten up looking i think we're looking pretty sharp you know it's I just think we get better with age. I think I think all of us do. It's funny because I have, you know, you grow up with friends that are our age and you see them like, oh, I'm so old and I'm achy. I'm like, man, it's it's so much like in your mind. And it's, you know, simple stuff, right? Just eat eat clean and drink lots of water and exercise and try right. to reduce your stress and just live yeah. in, uh, yeah, just have fun, enjoy it. But um, yeah, but we're Some blessed. people don't do all those things and some people do. Like we were at a party on Saturday night, Urs and I, 
And we we were introduced. It was a guy sitting at the table and very like super successful guy. Like I, I won't mention his name or what company because people here in the UK will know of him, but like super successful. It's going to do like 80 million this year. And afterwards, uh, I said to Urs as we were driving home, how old do you think he was? And she said, oh, I don't know, maybe 60. I was like, he mm. was 46 years old. Yeah. He it looked well. like a 60-year-old as well. Like he really did look that age. So it just goes to show yeah. you. Just goes yeah. to show you. Well, it's funny too. You see, um, and I'm not going to mention their names either, but <laughs> you, see a lot, you see a lot of people online who are just, there's this whole thing of like scale, 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 and and you got to hustle till you die. And, you know, if you're sleeping, yeah. I'm grinding all this stuff. And man, they're like aging in dog years. You know, there's so much stress and they're just, they're always on, they're always connected, they're always working. And I'm like, I believe just you could work in short spurts, like, you know, give it a really good focused hour and then enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, I think that's a big, this big is, thing. yeah, this is one of the things I've always admired about you is the, I guess, the innate acuteness of your self-awareness of, you know what, I'm going to do what I need to do mm-hmm. to get what I want to get. And then I'm with family and then I'm with my kids and with my wife and yeah. with my friends. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to overstretch. I'm not going to overstress and all that sort of stuff. Like I really admire that. Like as somebody as well, who has gotten, you know, I've been through my burnout many years ago. I learned from that. Who's gotten through all of that, who I believe I'm in, I, I believe I'm in pretty good shape. Like you'd always be in slightly better shape, but I think I'm in pretty good shape, et cetera, et cetera. Like I'm taking this stuff way more seriously today than I mm-hmm. ever have done before. Less is more all yeah. the way. And I'm yeah. not t- talking about like with business, but I mean like life relationships, the whole like kit and caboodle, right? Everything. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always from, from day one, um, when I started my business, I, my wife and I, we weren't even married yet. Then we've been married 20, it's going to be 23 years this year. It's crazy. And I didn't have kids at that time, but I always knew like, I'm going to build this business around my family. That was it. Like my, my family was always going to come first and everything was going to be around it. And that was it. And that was always going to be non-negotiable. And, and I get like, we all, and you went through the burnout phase. I went through my burnout phase. We all do. And when you're in your in your 20s, it's different than when you hit 50, right? We go through different stages and you're, we were talking earlier before we started recording about your family and your kids and how proud you are. And I am too, uh, proud of my kids and your kids as well, Chris. Uh, but, you know- <laughs> Right back at you, brother. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it, um, there's, look, I, I'm a capitalist. You know, I believe you want to build your business and you want to make money. That's great. But there does come a time and you have to ask yourself like, when is enough enough? Yeah. You know, what is, what's that thing? Like I, I've, I'll never forget. I did a coaching call with this woman years ago. She was running fitness boot camps, and everything was going great. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, but I'm, I'm under so much pressure. I got to scale. I got to scale. And then she's explaining like how much money she has in the bank and all her bills are being paid for. She has no debt. Like everything's great. And I said, well, how are you like on a scale of one to 10? How happy are you? She's like, oh, I'm like a nine, nine and a half, almost 10. I'm like, so why are you putting so much pressure on yourself to scale? She's like, I don't know. Everyone keeps saying I have to scale. <laughs> I said, why? She's right. like, oh, I never thought of that. Um, and we're just so used to it. And I'm not saying you should try to keep your business as 
you know, as little profit as possible. But I tried for a while to scale and I grew, I grew two different companies that hit seven figures a month in revenue. Now, here's the, here's the, here's the truth about that. And as you know, Chris, a lot of people could say, oh, I'm in the, you know, 19 comma club and I do that. Your revenue, you know, and top line gross revenue is much different than your profit and your income. Oh, two yeah. different things. Oh, you could yeah. hit seven figures a month. You're not making seven figures a month. You're not putting seven figures a month in your pocket because what tends to happen is often as you're growing and you start growing out a team and we had a CFO, we had a COO, we had all these things happening. Yep. And you, while the revenue goes up, your profit actually goes down. And I I came to a conclusion years ago when, and I just sold my recent nutrition company um, about a month ago. Your... <clears throat> I, again, this is me personally, I am much happier with like a personal brand, a youpreneur, if you will. I just made that word up. I don't know if you ever heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, twice. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like a personal kind of brand where you could, you know, with, with a solo or maybe like a virtual assistant, you could get it to two, three, four million a year with a ton of profit versus trying to build this massive thing that maybe gets a 10 million and you make three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, with no, a lot, exactly. With a lot more stress. Yeah. And, I, and I've been like, I've been very transparent with this audience because I like to practice what I preach. I've been very transparent with this audience. Last year, we were at a sixty-seven percent profit margin, and we did well over, well over seven figures in revenue. And mm-hmm. for me, that's like a massive win, massive win. Oh, rather than saying I've made ten million a year or whatever, I got a, a good friend in the industry. Who you know consistently mean doing you know three four million a year, pretty like not necessarily passively, but like with a lot of digital sales. Yeah. Um, yet his staffing costs are through the roof, and he's getting like ten percent margin. And I'm like, mm. this is mad. Like you know, you consistently yeah. have to show up and do live webinars to sell these uh, you know these different products and whatnot, and you're only at like a ten percent profit kind of thing. Like it's it makes you think, doesn't it? It makes you think. It yeah. Really does. And, and also if, but if you're doing, if you have a digital product and you're, it's only a 10% margin, there's, you have to start to look, there's something broken right there, totally. right? You're either staffing too much and some people staff, which is crazy. And I'm sure you've seen this, Chris, where they staff because they want to brag about how big their team is. Totally. Oh, I've yeah. got 18 employees. I'm like, that sounds awful. Yeah. Oh, that's I, a you know, <laughs> that's <laughs> That's awful. I I, right. I like having not a lot of bloat. Um, so there's either that or they're not doing a great job delivering. I'm not saying your friend isn't, but often they're not doing a great job delivering results and, and focusing on the quality of the product. Because if you are, your, your margin should keep growing up because you're getting people returning as customers. But if it's if you're only doing a product and they're only buying one time, you have to keep spending so much more money to acquire new customers because it's like a churn and burn. But if you spend $100 and you get a great customer and they buy four or five products, your actual overall profit margin should keep coming up. So it, shouldn't, it should be much higher than that. Yeah, and, I and I think so agree. many focus on the tactics of how do I grow my Instagram and how do I get more people, more, 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 and they spend 80, 90% of their effort and, and money in that and not on the other side of actually taking care of people. Yeah, completely. So you've gone through a pretty pretty radical change kind of business setup-wise the last couple of years, well, really the last few months. But like mm-hmm. when I when I first met you, I don't know how many years ago it was, and that must have been a decade ago at least. Long time ago. Yeah. We were very much the personal brand, right? Both mm-hmm. of us were hardcore into the personal brand. And then we kind of both went off and did other things with different brands and different names and yeah. partnerships and all that kind of stuff. And then, and here we are now like kind of 
well, I mean, I've been back in my personal brand since what, 20, I'm going to say probably about 2015, like really hardcore, but obviously we've got Youpreneur as, as a company as well now, but you've come like real, like yeah. complete full circle here. Yeah. And now you're all in on Ryan Lee. Um, yeah. But between when we first met and where we are now, you were doing something so cool for a good <laughs> four or five years or whatever it was with Rewind. I mean, like, yeah. Talk us through where the idea of Rewind came from um, and what you achieved with it. But more importantly, I'd love to know why we decided to kind of move away from it and go back into RyanLee.com again. Yeah. So it was about, so I was, yeah, I was really big on my personal brand for years. Then I built, a, I said, you know what, I'm going to build a brand outside of my name. So I, I relate it to kind of what you did. You know, there was Chris Ducker and then you you built Youpreneur. There was Ryan Lee. And then I built a brand called Freedom, which was kind of an extension. And it was it was um, kind of the first, a lot of people took it after me, was this Netflix for entrepreneurs. Yeah. And it was a membership site and it was, it was great. But after a while, after about two, three years of doing that, I was just starting to get a little burned out because I started off as an online fitness guy. That was my background. And I came from a children's hospital and I was a gym teacher. So I was teaching the business and the entrepreneurship for so long. I was just getting burned out. I had an itch and my, my health deteriorated. I gained weight. I was, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder called psoriatic arthritis. And I'm like, you know what? I got to find a way to heal myself. So I went back into health and nutrition and I started, I got back in shape. I lost like 40 pounds. I got back to the, my high school weight. I didn't need to take meds. I'm like, you know what? I should create a nutrition company again, because that's where I actually made yeah. a lot of my revenue. Yeah. And I was coming up with ideas and I could do bars that I love and I could do drinks. And I'm like, what could, what do I want to do? What do I, what lights me up? And I love retro and pop culture. And I grew up, my God, I, I still like movies and TV. If you could see, I have a, I have a huge 86 inch TV. I have records and DVDs. I just love that stuff. Yeah. So I said, let me build every, every nutrition company is so serious. Everything is like, you know, we have this ingredients and it's this organic. And I'm like, screw that. Let me just have fun. So I called it rewind, like rewinding. There was the two meanings. There was rewinding the years, like knocking years off your body. But there's also that, you know, we're, we're the same vintage, if you will. Uh, yes, there's like rewinding a VHS tape or yes. a cassette tape. There's that that yeah. double meaning. So the, well, the company when, when I first saw you, so, saw you starting to talk about this, the first thing that I remember was Blockbuster. And when oh, yeah. I opened up the cassette. Yeah, you would see the little sticker on on the on the tape, and it said, "Please be kind and rewind." And I was yes. like, "Oh my gosh, he's really gone. He's gone way." Oh, back. I went way back. Know? Except, yeah. except maybe the UK version was, "Sir, would you please rewind, mate? Cheers, um, <laughs> cheers, mate. Please. Rewind, che rewind, cheers, mate. Governor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm from New York. I'd be like, hey, you better effing rewind hey, this what you crap. Uh, so, yeah. but yeah, so I was I was kind of doing. The nutrition, half nutrition, and then half like kind of this retro, yeah, a little bit more 80s stuff. And I would I would bring that into the packaging, into the marketing. And it was just a lot of fun. And I built this company up over the past uh about five years. To, but um just I don't know. I get I feel like I kind of run its course with it. It was great, it was fun. Um, but there's a lot of moving parts to a nutrition company, of course, for an e-commerce company. Yeah. Yeah. And 
it was, I know everyone uses the, the excuse, oh, the supply chain, the supply chain, but it is getting tougher. Like, you know, what used to take six weeks to make was now taking 12 and that messes everything up. Yeah. <clears throat> now there's all these surcharges and people don't realize like even just to, you know, price of our price of wrappers went up, you know, 50%, like all these things, these um, versus, you know, if you sell a thousand dollar digital product, what's your cost? Mm-hmm. Almost nothing. You got some um, uh, merchant fees, but if you're selling a $20 box of bars, you know, a dollar increase hurts a lot. Makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just getting a little bit more stressful and I just wasn't enjoying it as much. And, um, I just thought, you know, now, now's time to sell it. So, uh, I, I listed it with a broker the first day we got three offers and I had a nice exit. Um, so I just officially sold it as of this recording about, about a month ago. And I said, what do I want to do now? I'm like, I'm going to just play again. And I loved, I, I guess I was away from it long enough that I missed the marketing stuff and I just wanted simplicity. And as you said, full circle, now I'm just back with what it's just one brand. It's me. It's my big, dumb, stupid self. Uh, I don't have to worry about trying to build uh, an extra brand and it's just, um, it feels easier. And I know there's a lot of people out there watching this who, if you're watching this, you're an entrepreneur. And you have more ideas than you could ever do with in a lifetime, right? You, you, you wake up at night, you're writing down notes. Yeah. <clears throat> but I got to tell you, it's really challenging. It's, it's challenging enough to build and grow one brand, right? One. Because if you think about what it is now, now there's like social media, right? So are you going to have Facebook and Instagram and you know, TikTok? So maybe you have three or four social things or Pinterest or LinkedIn. And, and you got your blog and maybe you're doing a podcast. So you got all that stuff for one brand. Now you want to do another one. It's not just double the work. It's like 10 times the work. And it's the mental, what I was struggling with was the mental switching because I also had yeah. a third company. I have a, a bone broth company. So I was shifting gears. It's like in a car, you're going from like first gear to fifth, to third, to right. this and just from mental bandwidth out. alone, right? Yeah. And I thought, you know, look, we all start to drink our own Kool-Aid. I'm like, I'm Ryan Lee. I've been doing this stuff since 98. Like I could do that. I could handle three companies, four companies. No. Yeah, and maybe in 98 I, you could have. This now, is a ball game now. Now I, I yeah. just, I couldn't. And I know because someone might say, well, Ryan, you know, it was profitable. Why not just hire someone to run it? it was still taking the mental space. It's still coming up with like the big stuff. And if you, if you totally outsource everything and you don't have your hand in it, you kind of, it was, you could lose a little bit of that soul. Totally. Um, Absolutely. So I just wanted to get back to simplicity and just, just like breathe again. (laughs) Dude, I am so, so happy to hear all that because I think a lot of people, I think the pandemic really uh, got people to think about that sort of stuff a little bit more than maybe they had Mm -hmm. done over the last, you know, few years prior. Um, I know a lot of people that are, you know, spending a lot more time not at work, you know, and I think that really rubs off and, you know, Mm -hmm. they're back in their zone of genius or they're back having fun or they're, you know, they've just simplified their, their workload, you know, whatever it might be. There's been big change across the board the last couple of years without a doubt. I got to ask you, I want to ask you a quick question in regards to rewind and and that sort of stuff. 
forget about the business side of things. Mm-hmm. What was the what was the 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 the, the really fun start of the, the stuff that you were in, like that you thought, man, this is like I can't even call this work at this point. Like this is yeah. stupid fun. Because didn't you have? Yeah. Am I going mad, or did I yeah. did I somehow remember seeing you wanted to get like a retro video arcade? Well, I did. So running, I built, right? With a whole bunch yeah. of old cabinets and whatnot. Yep. So in my, so I live in a town called New Canaan, Connecticut, and I found this great space on Main Street. It was like down a little alley. Oh, and, so good. Uh, Already oh, I'm in. Already oh, I'm awesome. so in. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. Was, it was, yeah. It was about, I don't know, it was about a, maybe about a thousand square feet. Um, and I built it out. So it looked like this old retro 80s thing. So we had like six or seven old arcade machines. I had records all over the wall, yeah. my record player, yeah. uh, movie posters. Yeah. Um, it was it was really cool with the idea of, okay, this is where I'm going to film videos and I'm going to make it kind of like a quasi retro, uh, retail store. And I could do workshops. But the thing that got me most excited was it would be a place in town where my kids can go, like after school, because- you can walk from school to town. It's like, I live in this little bubble. It's crazy. Uh, but so a few things happened. I opened it. And then about six months later, the pandemic happened. So I wasn't, re- so I did maybe two workshops in there and I wasn't using it as often as I, as I liked my kids weren't using it because they do so many sports. They didn't have time. Right. And um, I, ch- you know what? <laughs> I almost built it too comfortable because I had I put a couch in there where every time I and I and I got shaved and it was dark. Every time I'd go there, I would I swear, Chris, I would take naps and I'd fall asleep for like two hours. I got nothing done. Um right, right. and all I wanted to I would sounds I'd, like, like oh. bliss to me. It was cool. Sounds like utter I would bliss. lay on the I'd lay on the couch. Yeah. The watching a movie on. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I was yeah. doing nothing. And then, you know, it was it was, <laughs> it, was it was a couple thousand a month. And I just and then if I didn't use it, I feel guilty. I'm like, oh, I'm right. paying this money. And I used, for, there was a while, it was a two floor building. I had the second floor too. And we were doing fulfillment from up there, but we outgrew that. We couldn't do it. It was too much volume. So um, I don't know. So after a while, I just wasn't using it as often. And I actually liked, we built out this basement here and I got this couch and I got the TV. I'm like, you know what? I like working from home again and being in my sweatpants. Right. And I just, I got rid of it just a few months ago when I sold the business as well. But, um, but it was, it was fun. That, it was was a, really... that must have been fun kitting that out and tracking down yeah. all the old, po- where did you oh find my all God. the old movie posters and stuff? I spent a lot of time on eBay. Yeah. I was going to say, um, it yeah. must have been eBay, right? Yeah. Some, some were originals, some were replications because some of the original posters, unfortunately, or fortunately, they're. They're original, so they have big creases. Yeah, they were folded. They weren't rolled back. Yeah, and they were really expensive too. Sometimes you could find an original, and they're like eight hundred dollars. I'm like, I'll get the nineteen dollar, you know, thing. I'm just putting in the office. Yeah, Uh, but I do like it's. I have a whole in my. I'm old school. Like I have a a notebook. I write down all my things. I think in a few years, what I'm going to do is build another kind of '80s thing, but I might make it just a coffee shop where I can go to and work from and just right. have fun. Yeah. So something where, cause I, I, I don't need, it wouldn't be about the money. It would, cause they don't really make a lot of money anyway. So it would no, just be more. It's a lifestyle fun, fun thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would just do it just, just for fun. Uh, so cool. Cause, uh, but it was, it was cool. And I will say that, and I've taught this for a while and I, I don't know if you teach this in your systems, you probably do is that I like, and, and I recommend that people find, 
things that are not necessarily related to their business that they're passionate about that they bake into their business and marketing. So, um, so for example, Chris, what are things you like outside of marketing and business? Like anything, hobbies and passions uh, and movies and music or bands. Bonsai. You know, I'm, I'm, I practice bonsai. So bonsai is a big thing. What is bonsai trees, a little miniature. Oh, bonsai trees. trees. Okay. Yeah, like, like karate kids. Wax on, okay, wax yeah. off. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. That's Let's go thought. back to the eighties. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> all right. So do people on your list, do they all know that? Uh, pretty much at this point. Yeah. If, if they spend any massive amount of time, you know, consuming my social or reading my emails yeah. regularly, they'll, they'll see pictures of Have me. Have you ever run like a bonsai sale? No, I've not okay. done that before. But that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the kind of stuff I, I like to find something that people are excited about. Well, I love that. And it's, it's because it also makes you more human, right? As opposed to here mm. is marketing, youpreneur, Here's your headline. Like it just, right. it makes you more human. And then we'll, you, then well, someone, the skeptic would say, well, Ryan, okay, you had the whole 80s thing going on. What if I'm not, I don't like the 80s stuff. And I, what I found is that people are still get excited when you're passionate about something. Like if I see you're so excited about bonsai trees, even if I'm not, yeah, I get excited. We want yeah. to see people who are passionate about something. So I, I, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're into like the Grateful Dead or you know, an, another band, or you're like into certain pop culture, or you're into yep. motorcycles or tattoos. Like, let your freak flag fly. We've all, yeah, we've and, all, yeah, we've all, we've all got our thing, right? We've all got. Our we thing. all do, and we don't. And we, it's funny because we, we start marketing, especially with email and especially with blog posts, and all of a sudden we go from this human being with with personality and hobbies and passions to like a copywriter from like the 1900s. Hey, she, yeah, who else wants to blah blah blah? And it's yeah. like. And it feels like it feels like you're always trying to sell me something as opposed to just just talk to me like a human. I want to see your ups and downs and hobbies and passions yeah. and, and all that. Fun and it's stuff. interesting, you know, you're, you're sorry. And I've been talking about this for years. I've, I've, I've said you got to market like a magnet. Right. So attract the best and repel the rest. Mm. And I'm a big believer of that. And like you said, you know, my my people, for example, you know, Bonsai also uh, collect scotch and bourbon as well. Um, mm. And, you know, I like Lego. And uh, a whole bunch of other kooky stuff, right? And and so, Great. over the last year, I reckon I've, I've I think I've had either four or five of the Lego botanical set, which is a bonsai tree. Mm. And people in my community have bought me the set. It's like a hundred dollar set. It's not a cheap set, and they've sent it to me. And, and I can almost, I've got to the point where I was like, huh, this is, this really looks like the same size as that bonsai box, you know, and I open it up. Yeah. I literally got one last week, Ryan. It was ridiculous. I was like, that's this great. Is the one I've had. And so I, you know, I always, you know, make jokes out of it and laugh about it. And then I end up kind of like, you know, putting it up for an auction and giving it to us, you know, a charity or like we had a, uh, we had an auction at our local bonsai club that I'm a member of. And I put it in for the auction at Christmas time and, some old dude about 85 years old won it. And I'm like, you know, can he even hold the pieces properly? Like, is he going to be able mm. to make this thing, you know? But it was like, they wouldn't have sent that if they didn't connect with me yeah. in some way. They're not in the bonsai, but they connected with the fact that I kind of geeked out about that as yeah. a kind of thing. Yeah, and, and, and like that. that shows you're doing the right thing um, because, it, again, it makes you, it humanizes you. It's... Like people, I know this, it's the old saying, it's it's so overdone, you know, they'll do business with people they know, like, and trust, but it really is mm -hmm. true. Uh, it really is. Th there's, really only, is. there's only so much content you could talk about. You know, if you've been with me, 
I've been now online for 25 years or so. Like, yes, I'm coming up with some new stuff, but it's it's pretty similar themes. Uh, after a while, you, you're going to stick around, hopefully, because you like me and trust me. And um, it goes beyond just content. Um, yeah. It's hard it's when, when everything is about content. Like if, uh, I see a lot of fitness pros make this mistake. All they're doing is talk about the exercise and the ab thing. And then they're like, Ryan, I've I've been doing this for three months. I've run out of ab exercises to teach. I'm like, well, you're not doing it right then. Like talk about some yeah. other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So what is the plan then? Let's get into like Ryan, you know, 25.0 or whatever it is at this point now. Like <laughs> what? What is the plan now with RyanLee.com? And what I really want to know, and I know yeah. everybody listening to this wants to know as well, like, you know, you said it yourself, you're a capitalist, you like making money. How yeah. are you going to make money this time around? Like, what's what's the business focus going to be as, as well as everything else? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I'm still working on it. Like, I, so I do have a few models in mind, right? So right now I do have... Um, and like it's a very under the radar membership. Uh, it's an email only membership. So basically, I deliver a new training every month. There's and it's delivered in my quote unquote membership. And when I say quote unquote, it's not really. There's no membership. There's no archives. There's no login. There's no password. I email email them the file every month. Here it is, or here's the training you could attend. Here's the file to download and keep forever. There you go. Right. And, and if you, you miss this month, this. you miss it. Yeah, they pay um, eighty nine dollars a month. Okay. And and there's a lot of people in there, but it's just people who've been on my list. Um, mm-hmm. So so that that's nice, kind of my continuity income, my recurring revenue. Um, I have I've been releasing uh, I call them like beta courses, like micro courses. I've been doing four week live trainings where every week. So this last one, I did one about how to do a micro book, these short little thirty page books, and it was a four week course. So we take them through live. They get the recordings. Um, and those have been doing really well. So I'm working on a few new books. Um, I'm going to read my own new micro books, um, some new memberships, and just teaching, uh, maybe doing an event again. I haven't done a big event in like five, six years. So that'd be fun. Yeah. Just kind of playing. And I'm I'm starting to now finally, you know, do a little bit of social media stuff. So I'm I'm on Instagram. I'm I'm going to do these little 30 to 60 second videos. They're kind of fun. I have a good editor now who's just taking the videos and yep. and uh, creating it. So just just playing. Um, I, I like I like a business where you have multiple revenue streams, but as as streamlined as possible. You know, really really simple funnels, no crazy five hundred upsells and downsells, yep. and yep. you know complex things. It's really simple. Most of the products, when you buy from me, I send you an email, you could just download the file. Um, even the past three courses I created, you're going to love this, Chris. My sales letter was in a Google Doc. I just opened up a Google Doc. I wrote right. the letter. I said, here you go. If you want it, get it. And my shopping cart, craziest shopping cart you've ever seen, PayPal. Yeah, That okay. was it. I set up yeah. a PayPal link. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. here's the letter. I wrote the thing in the Google Doc. Here, If you want to buy, here's my PayPal link. Knock yeah. yourself out. And yeah. that was it. And they, you but know, you they see, generate, they six you figures see, easy. If you would, yeah. If you were going to go cold into a cold audience with something like that, mm-hmm. it, it would still convert in some capacity, obviously, but it probably wouldn't convert anywhere near as well as it probably has done for you based on the fact that you have pedigree with your list. They trust well, yeah, you. Yes. Y- yes. However, there is something to be said about, yeah, yeah. It, 
absolutely would be harder to convert cold, right? They have to, to go from cold to like a, a Google doc. Yeah. But there's something to be said about the value of something that feels unpolished, especially if you have a video accompanying it. Um, so we're working on something where the Google doc and me in a little video in the corner, just saying, Hey, it's Ryan. And you could say, Hey, it's Chris. Um, you know, we're doing this really cool beta test. We're doing this program. It's a three week program. It's a four week program. Um, here's a few testimonials on it, but I just wrote this quickly because I just want to, you know, this is before we're taking it out to the public, before we're taking it out wider. And there's something refreshing about just seeing someone write it on a Google document. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get so, that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. As opposed to something that feels so polished, especially where a lot of products now in the, you know, this kind of coaching space, they all kind of look the same. Yeah. You're right. Uh, they all feel yeah. the same. It's the same copy. It's like everyone's, everyone's playing the same game. So I think I like to, I'm a big fan of zigging when everyone's zagging. Yeah, or zagging when everyone's zigging. Whatever, yeah. whatever your metaphor is, um, it's interesting. I think I had a conversation with Brian Clark. I know you know Brian from yesteryear. Clark, yeah, um, yeah. You know, and I, I remember uh, he said something to the effect of like, "Man, you know what? Screw the lot of them. I'm gonna start zagging. Let mm. them zig. I'm gonna zag." Mm. Or something to that effect. And then he sold his company for like a gazillion dollars or whatever it was. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, he's zagged. Yeah. Good, well done. You know, good yeah. job. Yeah. I, I always look, I mean, that's the way I approach marketing. Um, I see what's happening in the market. I see what all my competitors are doing. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I look at is not, I don't ask myself, how can I be better? Right. I ask myself, how can I be different? How can I, I don't even want to play in their ocean. I just want to create my own. I want to create my own pond. I want to build something that's completely different and unique from whatever it else, whatever else is doing. Sometimes it could be a pricing model. So maybe if everyone's selling, um, or it could be the length of a product. So everyone's doing, let's say, two hundred page books. How do I do? How do I do a thirty page book? If they're selling their books for twenty nine, maybe I do a pay what you want pricing model, right? If everyone's doing these really slick, glossy sales pages, maybe I do it on a Google Doc. Um, if they're doing one hour webinars, maybe I do a five minute video. So there's a lot of ways. To, and then what I like to do is get outside of my market. So if you're in the how to make money online space and you're looking at all these other coaching things, look at other markets, look at other, look at e-commerce companies, look at people selling to pets and, you know, pet owners. Like there's so many other markets and things that are not related, but you could take lessons from them. Um, so I like getting outside and just, and just kind of playing and experimenting, but I'm always going to be open and honest with my list or people following me. Hey, this is what I'm doing. <clears throat> Come along for the ride. And I don't put pressure on people. This is, look, this is a new four week course I'm doing. I haven't done this before. I think it's going to kick butt. Might not. If you don't love it, you get your money back. So you have nothing to lose. Let's go for it. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. People, I think, appreciate that verse. Time's running out. Here's the countdown clock. That stuff works in scarcity. I get it. And you, you still build in scarcity when you do live programs. But um, I'm not a fan of always like turning the knife and making people feel guilty. Yeah. It, that also is why people get refunds. And the, here's the crazy thing. My past three programs, I've done three premium trainings, all at a thousand bucks each, sold hundreds and hundreds of people into them. Out of all three programs combined, I got one refund. One, not one mm -hmm. per program, one. Uh, because I'm not overselling and I'm not putting pressure on people. I'm like, this is it. I think it's a really good price. And they, I we're so used to being hard sold um, 
people like, Ooh, I kind of like this guy. Like, yeah, I trust him. And yeah, then, you got, then you got to deliver, yeah. you know, uh, I get that. so that's what I'm doing with my brand. I'm just being open and honest and, um, self-deprecating as always. Try, <laughs> I, you know, I, I just can't stand myself. I can't uh, stand myself. No, no, not myself. No, I can't stand I when thinking, I see. Did I just no, put words no, no. in your mouth? No, no, you put words in my mouth. <laughs> I love myself and you should all love yourself. Yeah. I can't stand when I see, uh, you know, people like say, oh, I'm an influencer and they, all these <laughs> pictures and they're like, I know people, maybe they're listening, they don't see a video, but they're like, thinking about what to do next. I'm like, no, <laughs> this isn't like someone took the picture of you. Like, uh, you know, yeah. What should I do? Like, it's just so fake. It's so annoying. Just be a friggin' human being. My yeah. God. Um, yeah. And everyone's chasing the likes and it's just vanity stuff. It's, yeah. it's vanity metrics and it doesn't, you know, you could have 10,000 likes into something. It doesn't good luck going to the bank, trying to pay your mortgage with, Hey, but I got 10,000 likes on this post, yeah. you know? Um, and now I'm starting to sound like a cranky old man, but I love, I love you marketing. Are 50. I mean, I'll, I'll be there in a few months from now. Well, what yeah. we'll do, guys, when I when I when I part when I pass fifty in August, everybody, we'll bring Ryan back, and then we'll really turn up the crank heat. That's well, you know what we could do? We could have a fun thing. So I I was going to do a live video, and I should have because I did a couple of years ago. The goal was going to be when I turn fifty, just do a live video and do and do a challenge. Everyone should do the amount of push-ups for their age. So right. you know, I would just do fifty straight push-ups. Right. Yeah. Can you do fifty? Yeah. Uh, not Let's straight. Definitely huh? not straight. Not straight? No, man. I'm not Let's quite work there. up to that. Come on. Quite, yeah. Maybe I can work up to it slowly but surely between yeah. now and August. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think I could probably get to about I reckon I could probably get to about half that in one in All one right. sitting. So yeah, maybe I'm not too far off. Right. Not Let's too go. Far Let's off. go for it. We got it. We got a new uh we got a new goal for you, Chris. There we go. All right. Everybody, you hear me? I, I'm accountable now. It's it's yes. on the, it's on record. 50 um, straight. I love it. I'll do them with you. Yeah, I love it. Dude, thank you so much for coming on and catching up and having fun and making me giggle like a child, uh, like you <laughs> pretty much always have done, actually. Um, and uh, taking me down the memory lane over the last three, four years, the movie references, the the memes, everything yeah. that you've just, everything you've been dropping over the last four or five years or whatever it is, um, I've loved. It. And Better Off Dead, by the way. Oh my Better God. Off Dead, for you, for you kids tuning in right now, one of the best movies ever made, ever. So good and so horribly underrated. Such a good film. So good. But one of the favorites of my kids, too. That's like one of our family favorites. That's cool. Oh, my kids love it. My kids, they have no choice being my kids. They watched every 80s movie. Um, right. right. I'm going to give you another movie. How about this? One you might not even know. Okay. The give same, because I'm a, I'm a movie freak. The same director who did Better Off Dead and John Cusack, same. It's like the same exactly. It's called One Crazy Summer. It's okay. It, it's, it is. It is ringing bells. It was the year. It was like released the year after uh, Better Off Dead. It's called One Crazy Summer. It's John Cusack. It's the same director. It's the same kind of style. Right. Uh, maybe it's not as good as Better Off Dead, but One Crazy right. Summer is worth exploring if you haven't seen it yet. And Demi Moore is in it. Young okay. to me more Bob young Goldthwait. Like, are we talking like about last night, Demi? Are we? Are we is this? Uh... Yeah, this was like even I think a year before that. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah, this was okay. like 86 or something. 87. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All, you, Check it out. All, all, all of the millennials now, they're all like desperately typing into the keyboards, trying to figure out what all these films are, all these references. Yeah, like who's are. who's to me more? What's what what's better <laughs> off dead? You gotta watch Better <laughs> Off Dead. There are so who's many Demi Moore? Who is yeah. she? What has she done? Or what is so many great quotes yeah. in these movies? I, I love uh my favorite quote from One Crazy Summer, uh, Better Off Dead. He goes, you know, Lane. I've been going to this high school for seven years. I'm no dummy. <laughs> I mean, come on. So you know. good. Yes, such, such a good, good movie. One. Such a yes. good movie. Um, dude, you rock. For you guys tuning in, go over to ryanlee.com. The website's not broken. It's supposed to be bright yellow and neon pink because that's and basically the way that uh, Ryan works. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Sign up for and, his- and we kind of have that that grainy look where it's almost like that kind of retro yeah like uh, like the thing. like you're like you need to go and, and again the millennials are like what what are these things you yeah. need to get a video cassette head cleaner is what you need <laughs> stick that in your vcr um yes ryan What's pleasure as always brother and uh, thank you my friend i promise Thanks we won't wait me. another five years until the next in, in, exciting installment of ryan lee everybody. oh i plan on having my own column here i plan on being on here once a month so thank you chris my friend i i really do appreciate it and i i love watching what you're doing and just seeing your brand and what you're kicking butt. And uh, you always, I, there's a, ha- there's only a handful of people I really trust and like, and, and refer people over to. You're not one of them, but you will be one yeah, day. I will. Um, if I keep, if I keep working hard, <laughs> I'll get on that list. I get it. Get it. Thanks Chris. <laughs> All right. Better. Everybody else. Thanks for tuning in. As always, you know, I appreciate your earlobes and uh, we'll be back here again very soon with another episode of the show. Until then, go and hassle Ryan. Bye for now. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Youpreneur Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you haven't already checked out our expertise monetization bundle, then you need to. In the bundle, we've included all the best swipe and deploy blueprints that we use ourselves in growing our businesses so that you can move your business further faster and avoid wasting time on the activities that quite frankly don't help you grow. Everything from growing your email list to developing products to sell and how to market them to your perfect customers is included and a host of other stuff as well. Just visit youpreneur.com forward slash bundle for more info and to get the jumpstart on your growth today.